0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Play! Full-time fantasy.
1: All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, did you watch the end of that game last night? I literally only watched the last four minutes. It was 108 to 100. And the Warriors came back and won some bad defense by the Blazers there at the end and missing a, bl- a lot of shots. But if they don't win that one, I don't know how they're going to win that this series.
2: Yeah, I watched the whole game, and the Blazers were phenomenal in the first half. They just put on a passing clinic. They were hitting shots. But a 15-point lead against the Warriors in the third quarter is just not safe. So I never felt the Warriors were out of it because I just watched this team too much. And I've always said it. In the blink of an eye, they can go on a 12-0 run and they're right back in it. And that's what happened yesterday. They went on a run. And even after the run, I thought the Blazers did a real nice job of withstanding the knockout punch. And they still were able to have the lead. But it just goes to show, and I know a lot of people want to knock the Blazers. I
1: just think this is a credit to Golden State of how good they are. Of how difficult they are to beat. Their defense was so good. Lillard can't get open. McCollum was the one taking these shots, but Lillard cannot get open.
2: Yeah, and you know, I've said, you know, he's a great player, but you know, this is kind of gonna be a series where you really find out about him. And it's not a knock because we've seen a lot of teams fall to Golden State, but you know, he's gotta really come through here and You know, he's kind of struggled at times. Obviously, he went scoreless in the first quarter, which was amazing that this team was able to be up. uh, But they got a lot of good production off the bench early on. But in crunch time, you know, the Warriors came through. And Draymond Green, once again, no one really talks about him. It's always Curry and Thompson. Draymond Green is so good. He's got excellent court vision. He's a phenomenal passer. He found Looney
1: Looney on those alley-oops at the end. I mean, he couldn't stop.
2: It's amazing. Uh, Looney came in, did a good job. Even Jordan Bell. I mean, they they bring in these guys off the bench, and they don't have to do much. When they get in there, they produce. So uh, they're going to need it even more because Kevin Durant's not going to play in games three or games four. So, I think that's
1: actually the best. Honestly, it's the best thing. I, I, I think that Durant may have played had they lost that game. I think there would have been an outside chance that he might have played. But now you don't need to, to bring Durant. I mean, you might be able to get through this entire series without playing Durant, which gives you a real good chance to win a, another championship.
2: I don't think he would have played. I, if I'm, I think they actually, in the middle of the game, or right before, they said he wasn't playing games three or four, that this injury is worse than they originally thought. So... Uh obviously if it goes 2-2 they're going <laughs> to my <laughs> guess is he plays or he tries to push it but it definitely seems like it's not a short term injury here with Duran and If
1: think, if they win one it's over. I mean cuz they're not going to win they're not going to lose 3 in a row after that, right?
2: No, I don't see it. I, this is just uh, I can't see the Blazers winning 4 of the next 5 and right. including two, two in Golden State. So I don't see it. Uh, I think there is a good chance, though, that Portland can win Game Three. They're actually the early line I saw last night; they were favored by two and a half. It just scares me to take to bet against the Warriors as an underdog, which is why when they were seven and a half point dogs to the Rockets at Game Six, I'm like, "What? Okay, thank you. I will take the Warriors Uh, because they're just—it's a scary team to go against because they could look bad for, for 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 a good period, and then all of a sudden they just go on this ridiculous spurt. So. I know everyone wants to kill Portland. Oh, how can you blow that game? But you're going against Golden State. There's a reason why this team has a championship pedigree.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they just... And look, to Portland's credit, they had some open shots. I mean, McCollum just missed some open shots. Myers-Leonard, they couldn't get a rebound. And look, I I don't blame them for double-teaming Curry when they did, but you were leaving somebody open, and then they just made the right look. So it was a a very entertaining game. No, uh, that
2: was the one thing. That was a very good game, and so was Milwaukee-Toronto the night before. Very entertaining. Two nights in a row, we've had some really good basketball, and I would expect another good game tonight. I think uh, the game will be close tonight.
1: All right. Let's turn our attention to uh, fantasy baseball and regular baseball. Lots of injuries here. Adam Zach Greinke will undergo an MRI on Friday on his abdomen. Uh, you know, hopefully he missed what, like six weeks? Uh, was it a couple of years ago? I mean, the, the the Diamondbacks and fantasy owners can ill afford to lose Greinke out of that rotation.
2: Yeah, he's been really good every year. We kind of look at it. Oh, his velocity's down. He's not throwing hard, and then he just goes out there and you know have an occasional outing where he gets bombed and gives up some home runs. But for the most part, you know, he's still very productive, even with the lack of velocity. So, yeah, this would uh, be a pretty big loss for fantasy owners, and we'll just have to wait and see how serious it is.
1: Do you think Duplantier comes into that rotation full-time if he's out? Uh,
2: Probably. They've kind of used him out of the pen. They've been sending him up and down. But I think at that point, uh, it would make sense to put him in the rotation.
1: All right, the Dodgers lose Kent to Maeda, who's coming off a very good outing. Uh, He's going to miss, but he's not going to miss that much time. Uh, We didn't talk about Julio Arias, you know, doing uh, some uh, idiot things. Ross Stripling should get right back in that rotation, though.
2: Yeah, I think he's the logical guy. With Maeda, you know, a lot of people think this is the Dodgers manipulating the injury list again. Because if you looked at Maeda, I don't think he's thrown more than 86 pitches in a game. And it was perplexing that Dave Roberts took him out the other day after six and two-thirds where he was dominating. He had 12 strikeouts. They've been very cautious with his pitch count. And, you know, I said it before the year with these Dodgers pitchers. They're all going to spend time on the injury list, but it should not sway you from investing in them. You know, I have Maeda in several leagues, Ryu, Stripling, Urias. The only guys that don't have are Kershaw and Walker Bueller. Maybe I have Bueller in a draft champion, but because their prices were higher. Uh, but I did see Maeda grimace in the dugout. I was watching that game, and he fouled the ball off his thigh. They're, they're calling it an adductor strain. But he definitely looked like he was grimacing, but he came back out. But you, what you hope for as a Maeda owner is it's not long-term. And uh, I was close to dropping Stripling. I was going through yeah, my can't do
1: it can't do no, it
2: it was a 15 team league and i was looking at my i was like okay I, there's a lot of obviously waiver wire is going to be crazy this week and i'm like all right i might have to drop stripling well my decision was made easy for me because uh, we have injured list spots and Los yeah. Angeles went on the injured list nelson cruz went on the injured list and kentamira ada went on the injured list so stripling will stay on my team and be active on my roster next week
1: yeah all right trevor williams uh for the pirates he exits uh, the game he has some side discomfort you know, Williams has been very under-the-radar pr- good. I mean, his ERA is at 3.33. He's got 42 strikeouts. I mean, he's not a sexy name, but he's certainly been pitching well. Uh, you know, how do the Pirates withstand losing him and Jamison tie-on?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a problem. You know, Nick Kingham is coming to the rotation. He got bombed the other day. Uh, I don't think they feel Keller is ready yet. But, yeah, Williams has been... Pretty good. We saw it last year, too. He's a guy that just doesn't allow a lot of hard contact. He's not going to get a lot of strikeouts, but he doesn't allow uh, home runs. And that is really big in today's environment. He's allowed just four home runs in 54 innings. So even with the lack of Ks, the whip is still good. Another category that people don't look at enough. uh, Ks are the sexy thing and what people look at. But 1.13 whip is very solid this year. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, been Pretty productive, not someone that I have on any teams, but throws a lot of strikes and uh, gets the job done for fantasy in deeper formats.
1: You know, you mentioned Mitch Keller. I think a lot of people thought that he'd come up, but they said his recall is not really immediate and they want him to add more in the AAA. And, you know, to Pittsburgh's credit, they, much like Tampa, they don't rush their guys. They bring them up when they're ready. They bring them up, and if that means they have to wait until September, they'll do that. You know, as fantasy owners, we want to see Mitch Keller up there, but. You know, the Pirates are just very judicious with how they decide to use them.
2: Yeah, and then they uh, decide to trade two of their best prospects and get fleeced in a deal.
1: Well, you know, that's that that, that was another plan that they are, they're working on. By the way, I want to talk about that for a second. I was reading an article, it was probably a couple of weeks ago, uh, about the Tampa Bay Rays and Sports Illustrated. Did you see it? Yes. You know, it's so amazing how the Rays are able to achieve what they're able to achieve on such a stru- shoestring budget. But you know and I thought it was really interesting where the guys were talking about that they were upset that they traded all these talented players and you know but they these they still end up winning. It's it's amazing to me how that franchise just chugs along. They're like the little engine that could.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh and, and it's tough that they're in that division with the Red Sox and Yankees who have so much so many uh, resources to to make moves and they're right there in contention, so uh, it's a hell of a job, and I kind of wish the Mets had that management system.
1: You know, it's so funny you mentioned that. It's like if Tampa were in any other division, you would maybe Houston. I mean, Houston, they're a great team, but you'd have to think if they were uh, in you know the Central, would they not win? Would they not be the favorites to win the Central if they were there? Mm, I don't know. Twins team is pretty good. would be there, know. but the Twins are pretty good. Talking about the Twins, we mentioned this earlier this week. Nelson Cruz goes to the injured list with a wrist injury. Uh, the MRI came back clean, so my guess is that he's only going to be out for a short while. But you don't have Mitch Garver. You don't have Nelson Cruz. Those are two big power hitters. But, you know, Byron Buxton's starting to hit a little bit, you know, and you, Miguel Sano is uh, on the horizon, you know, returning here. So, I mean, what, what's going on there with the Twins? Can, can they withstand losing two of those hitters?
2: Yeah, they're fine. Uh, Sano came back, was in the lineup yesterday, had a couple hits. So uh, he'll get some playing time, As the deals back. So he'll see an increase in playing time and now becomes the backup catcher. Jason Castro has done a really good job this year as well with Garver out. So, yeah, I think the Twins uh, are going to be fine. I think they have enough depth that they can get past this.
1: You know, you're not I know you're not a Marwin Gonzalez fan, but I got to tell you, he's so useful because they don't even have to play him. Right. If you go through their lineup, but he's there in case anybody gets injured again. Marwin Gonzalez is still there. And so, I mean, I think he's still an interesting player. And let me ask you this. They have not picked up a closer yet. Can they get through the year with Blake Parker and Taylor Rogers and Trevor May and guys like that?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think Rogers is really good. Uh, I think Parker might be overperforming a bit, but uh yeah, I think they can get by. But that'll probably be an area near the trade deadline that they go and look to to make a move. Uh you know, starting pitching has been solid. You know, Pineda gave him a good outing yesterday. odorizzi has been tremendous, Gibson's been good. Uh Perez, Perez has, been good. has transformed yeah. himself. So yeah, uh, I think they're probably going to be looking to upgrade the bullpen and and maybe even a starter, but I just don't know if there will be if there's many starters out there.
1: Why not Where is Craig Kimbrel? Why is he not signed somewhere at this point? If you're the Twins, don't you look at your team and say, "Man, this guy would be a real good signing right now?"
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, everyone talks about Kimbrel, but I I'm not sure if he's money in the bank. Uh, he started to really tell off at the end of last year, but He's probably going to sign once the draft's over and these teams don't have to give up a draft pick, like we saw a couple of years ago with Kendries Morales when he didn't sign until June. So at this point, that's what's going to happen with him and Dallas Keuchel. So it'll I was be about just going to ask you,
1: what, so you, do, what team do you, I mean, it seems like a lot of teams could use Dallas Keuchel right now. Uh, you think teams just don't want to waste that draft pick?
2: Yeah, at this point, teams don't want to relinquish it. They'll just wait. And um, I think Keuchel also has reportedly come down in his demands. Uh, for maybe potentially taking a one-year deal. But, you know, again, there's if a team size, I'm sure it's going to help, but it's going to take some time for him to to get going. You know, no spring training, and he could work out all he wants on the side. It's completely different than pitching in a game. So it's going to take him some time once he signs, too.
1: Well, I was just going to talk to you about that. I have sincere interest in Kimbrell if he comes back. I have very little to no interest in Keichel. I just don't know if you could ramp up at that point because it's got to take him, what, at least three, four weeks to get back to pitching, you know, 100 pitches where Kimbrell just has to be good for like 20 pitches.
2: Yeah, it's much easier for a reliever to get back in that groove because – You know, you're not worried about extending yourself. You don't have to worry about getting a pitch count and slowly building it, going from 60 then to 80 to 90. You don't have to worry about that. So much more riskier for the starting pitcher, whereas I think Kimbrough could come in. And, yeah, it might take a couple weeks, uh, but it won't take as long as a guy like Dallas Keuchel. All
1: right, let's talk about Trevor Bauer. I know that you and I both like Trevor Bauer, but his last couple of starts – uh, you know, have not been great. Two of his last three starts have been less than, than than mediocre. Or Is this something to worry about with Bauer? Or is this a good time, like you said with yesterday, trade for Zach Wheeler, do you trade for Trevor Bauer right now? Yeah,
2: if there's an owner that's panicking, sure. I mean, the walks are up a little bit. You know, that was one of the big factors for him in his first few seasons was too many walks and obviously elevates the pitch count and you can't go deep into games and then you're pitching under duress because there's constant runners on. Also, some pitchers not as good out of the stretch compared to the windup. But with Bauer, I mean, that's the biggest factor right now is just the increase in walks. Uh, But there there are definitely some concerning numbers here. I mean, the strikeouts are still there. He's still tough to hit. And even with everything that's happened, he still has a 1.16 whip. Uh, And we know the state of pitching has changed. Hard hit rate is slightly up a little bit, but the velocity is the same. So I'm really, I'm not worried about it. And unfortunately, uh, I don't even think I have any Trevor Bauer this sure, year, and I like them a lot, but just couldn't get him based on the price. But, yeah, that, that's the biggest problem is uh, the first pitch strikes. He's just not throwing in the strike zone as much. Hitters are being more patient against him, and uh, it's hurt. But uh, if I could get him on the cheap, considering the state of pitching and all the injuries, uh, I would do it. But I still think it's probably going to be very difficult to do.
1: All right, the Cardinals are expected to activate Carlos Martinez, who's been out with a shoulder injury. Man, I loved Mart at some point. But, you know, how long does it take him, do you think, to ramp it up and get good?
2: Well, he's not going to start. so right, he's going to start in
1: the bullpen, right? At some point. When do you think he starts, if ever?
2: I don't know if he will. I know he wants to, but I don't know if he will. Uh, you Isn't know, it
1: amazing that you have Alex, you, you, have, you have Reyes, and you have uh, – Martinez I mean two guys that you thought they'd be starting I mean don't you want to take out Wainwright or Waka and put in Carlos Martinez well he's not ready
2: I know th- just saying in a
1: couple of weeks give me a couple of weeks well, but I don't even know those guys out
2: we don't know if he can start you know there's some concern of, of whether that shoulder can hold up you know it's easy to go in the bullpen and max it out like he was good in his rehab you can max it out for an inning or two but there's major concern whether he can hold up and pitch five, six innings. So that's the biggest question mark right now. If they thought that Martinez could start, I think he'd get a shot. But I think there's legitimate concern as to whether he is durable enough to throw five innings right now.
1: Do you think Keichel is a landing? Uh, Cardinals are a landing spot for Keuchel? I don't think
2: they probably will go there because they could get Reyes up at some point. Mm, interesting.
1: All right. I'm Dr. Roto. He's Adam Ronas. We're talking fantasy baseball. We'll be back right after
0: this. Make it All I know is when a head coach has to come out and make excuses as to why your, you know, your trillion dollar star wide receiver is not there. And it's because we want him to be in the right frame of mind. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. All of a sudden, starting to look like maybe just maybe uh, the Giants uh, had a pretty good idea of what he was made of. And uh, apparently, 65 days after a trade, he's still talking about it. Weekdays, six to nine a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
1: All right, guys, if you're not using the DailyRoto.com MLB Fantasy Optimizer, you're just not doing the right thing, all right? Swing for the fences, playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth DailyRoto lineup optimizer user to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars. So if you're playing MLB DFS... And not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, that you, and use the same uh, DailyRoto line of optimizers that have produced millions, not thousands, millions in DFS winnings. That's a 2019 MLB Daily Roto premium package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Are you playing in tonight's slate, Adam Ronas? I don't think so. Why not? Not just I don't think I'm playing tonight. All right. I'm sure you have a good reason, but I will be. It's time for me to piss away some money, Ronas. So let's take a look. There's a huge slate. There's a lot of games. Um let's start here. Chicago at Washington. Cole Hamels against Max Scherzer, two very good pitchers, Adam. Uh, Washington is a a pretty decent favorite, but the over-under is eight here. I know you like Hamels. I know you like Scherzer. What are you thinking about tonight's matchup?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, you can always go with Scherzer, uh, and I think he's cheaper than DeGrom on FanDuel tonight, which will probably be, uh, you know, DeGrom's going to be one of the most popular going up against the Marlins, so... Think you can go to Scherzer and Fandle if you want, if you're gonna pay up. Uh Hamels, I mean, I do like him using him in seasonal, but I don't think I'm gonna use him in uh DFS tonight. Uh Washington did start to hit the ball a little bit better over the last couple games. Trey Turner could be back tonight. There's another right-handed bat. Rendon has hit well. You got Robles. so uh probably uh I don't I don't see a need to go to Hamels tonight in DFS.
1: All right, so you mentioned the prices. DeGrom is at twelve thousand. Scherzer Ten eight, that's a twelve hundred dollar discount that you're getting. Cole is at ten five, and could you guess? Don't cheat. Who's the fourth highest pitcher on the slate?
2: Uh, I'm not looking. Let me. I don't. Let me look at the pitchers at least who are on the slate. Okay. So at least I have an idea. All right. no uh, let's, I'm not. I'm just right. looking at the MLB scoreboard page on ESPN to look okay. at the pitching probables. Uh, the, let's see. Four. Not gray. Oh, well, Cole's got to be up there. Cole's three. Okay. And then four. Wow. Oh, man. I'm going to say Martin Perez?
1: Yes. For Martin real? Perez. <laughs> number four on FanDuel at 9,500. Wow. That's. I just and looked he's...
2: at the pictures and I'm like, yeah. okay, it can't be these guys. It was going to be either Perez <laughs> or... Frankie no, I would have said Perez or Jordan Lyles.
1: Uh, Lyles is lower. And and in DraftKings it's DeGrom at 114, Scherzer at 111, Cole at 107, Hamels, then Hill, then Montez, then mm-hmm. Martin Perez. So 1 2 3 4 5 6 7, but on FanDuel he's the fourth.
2: Yeesh. Oh, oh, I was like Rich, I was like Hill, Rich Hill? Yeah, Cincinnati. I don't, uh, he's in Cincinnati, man. Rich Hill's I mean, a ch-
1: is cheap on FanDuel. He's way low.
2: Not in Cincinnati, he's the though. tenth guy. Yeah, I don't know. I think. uh how, What's the? What's where's Lucchese for Fanduel?
1: Uh I don't have him. List. Oh, oh my God, he's like free, really sixty two hundred.
2: I think that's not a bad play for Fanduel. I think. Wow, that saved you a ton of money if you want to stack tonight. And I know. It's a tournament play because you know Scherzer and Degrom are going to be highly owned, but man, that's a pretty good price. The Pirates are not good against lefties.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I like Lucchese, and anyway, and and in DraftKings though he's eighty-two, and FanDuel nah. he's sixty-two.
2: Uh, FanDuel is where you play him. I mean, that's especially if you're playing multiple lineups in a tournament. You should have Lucchese in a couple because sixty-two hundred is going to get you whatever bats you like tonight.
1: Right, especially on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. I mean, FanDuel, you could always find, and the beautiful thing about FanDuel is, and this is how I won big earlier this season, you get one cheap starter, and then you get one cheap hitter, like 2200 and you could stack the crap out of the rest of your lineup.
2: Pirates are striking out 27.4% of the time against lefties.
1: So you like him on FanDuel, but on DK, do you like Lyles more, or do you...
2: On DK, uh I think you can let me see Perez Perez is eighty six. I think Perez is okay. Montas against Detroit he just doesn't have the strikeout upside, but he he can get run support and possibly get a win. I don't think Lyles is that bad either. Uh the Padres have kind of struggled a little bit lately and Lyles has been. But if you like Lucchese,
1: you don't want to go you can't go Lyles, right?
2: Right. I'm saying I'd prefer Lyles on DK.
1: Right. How about D. Scalfani? I always find like I go to that guy.
2: No. Uh, I don't like him tonight. In that ballpark, he gets hit by left-handed batters. The Dodgers have a lot of left-handed power with Peterson oh. and Bellinger, Muncie. No, I think this is a bad spot for Dee Scalfani tonight.
1: How about Cole Irvin?
2: Uh, I'm sure he's cheap, right? What's Man. his price?
1: 7000 on DK.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't trust them. I know the Rockies are not as good on the road, but it's a good ballpark in Citizen Bank. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, I'm not going there tonight. I just think there's uh, better pitching options on this slate.
1: All right, let's keep on going through it here. Tampa Bay against the Yankees. Yanni Chirinos will be the primary. Stanek will open and CC Sabathia. Yankees minus 120, but it's a nine and a half run total. I don't like CC Sabathia ever, Ronus. I just don't ever like him.
2: Yeah, just not enough upside there. Doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. I mean, he's a five-inning pitcher at this point where you hope that he gets a win because he's got the Yankees, but it's Tampa Bay. So, yeah, I don't like him in this spot.
1: All right, we mentioned this game before. Colorado against Philadelphia. John Gray against Cole Irvin. Do you like a little Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado against Cole Irvin stack there?
2: Well, let's see if Trevor Story plays first because he left the game the other night with a bruised knee. He said that he's going to play, and obviously we've heard Brendan Rodgers is coming up today, and we're not exactly sure what the move is yet. I guess there's a possibility that Trevor Story goes on the injured list, but even if he doesn't, uh, you would think Rodgers plays at second base, so... Uh, I would look and see what his price is. Uh, We've seen these rookies come up in their debut and and hit right away. So uh, this could be a a spot to go to Rodgers tonight. I would think he's in the lineup at second base.
1: All right. I got a guy for you, Ronis. I got a guy on DraftKings. Not Not on FanDuel, but on DraftKings. Baltimore is playing Cleveland. Dylan Bundy, he could Ted Bundy your team and, and no problem against Jeffrey Rodriguez, Cleveland minus 180, over under nine, maybe Jeffrey with one F, Jeffrey Rodriguez might be the guy to play on DK tonight.
2: Possible. Uh, 6 to I mean, the Orioles did hit a little bit yesterday. Uh could against they do Bauer. it two days in a row? Uh, possible. I mean, Rodriguez doesn't get a lot of Ks. I'm using them in a season-long league uh, just because I've had a lot of injuries. Uh. You could use him. I don't think he'll be very popular. Uh, But again, I don't know if you're going to get the strikeout upside, even against this Orioles team.
0: Okay,
1: fair enough. Oakland against Detroit. Frankie Montas against Daniel Norris. You know I'm a Frankie Montas kind of guy. But I always find that Detroit is kind of sneaky. They They just pack away in an annoying way. Oakland's minus 199 is the run total.
2: Nah, I'm the I'm I'm gonna go with Montas here. He's been really good this year. Doesn't have the K upside, but he should he should win tonight. I mean, I'd be stunned. It is baseball; anything could happen. But just Detroit lineups, just not that good, man. I like Nico. Goodrum. He's hitting him leadoff, but he's been slumping for a while now. It's really just kind of getting around the top of the lineup uh so yeah i think Montas is in a good spot and his actually his strikeouts are a little bit higher than i thought i own him. uh i think he was sitting in the 6 7k per nine range for a while but i see his strikeout percentage is up to 22 percent he doesn't walk guys he gets a ton of ground ball so i just think he's in a good spot tonight against detroit i mean i'm going to continue to pick on the detroit tigers lineup
1: all right the guy who is going who is in the greatest spot ever Jacob deGrom going up against the Marlins and Trevor Richards. Mets minus 220 over and under six and a half runs. I mean, don't you have to start deGrom on DK?
2: Yeah, I think you could do it on DK, especially because you can get that second cheap starter. But, you know, this is a, a great spot here. We know that the Marlins offense is just terrible and... uh He's in a favorable pitcher's park there in Miami. And, uh, you know, you probably can find enough cheap bats to get DeGrom in there tonight.
1: Now, on FanDuel, we talked about it. $12,000, Adam. 12000 That's 1200 more than Max Scherzer. Is is he, I mean, I know we talked about Lucchese and other cheap guys, Frankie Montes and stuff like that. Do you just have to figure out a way to get DeGrom in some of your lineups?
2: I don't think you have to. I think you could go down to Scherzer because Scherzer could put up similar numbers or even more Ks. So, yeah, DeGrom has the better matchup, but especially in tournaments, you know, people are still going to try and jam him in there. Uh, so I think you can go to Scherzer.
1: All right, the Dodgers are playing the, uh, the Reds. Rich Hill against Anthony Scalfani. Uh Dodgers, slight favorites, but the over-under is 10 um, I know you, you like the Dodgers going on into a smaller ballpark. So do you play the lefties, Jacques and Seeger and Bellinger and Muncy? Is that, is that what you're looking at here to stack against D. Scalfani?
2: Yeah. Again, I like D. Scalfani in deeper formats, uh, but I wound up, I think I used him last week for a two-start week or I had him on the roster and I saw the Dodgers this week, said I'm not using him. I think it was 12 teams, so cut him. Uh, just, it's, a, it's a bad spot here in that ballpark. He struggles against left-handed batters. And the Dodgers have some big, big bats. The over-under here is 10. So, yeah, I just think this is a really bad spot for Di Scalfani tonight.
1: All right, so let me ask you a question here. i want to talk about my own team for a second. In Tout Wars, you know that you know I'm in a points league, which I despise, but that's beside the point. Do I risk playing um, Di Scalfani tonight? Or do I put in Spencer Turnbull, who's just a big fat zero? Would you rather have Di Scalfani and some points? Because I could get negative points, too, if he gets a loss. Or would you rather have Turnbull and a zero? Uh,
2: I think it also depends on what your score is for the week and where you are against your opponent. but if, And also if the negatives can be pretty
1: high. The negatives uh, can be high. So here's the scoring right now. I'm playing Jake. Jake is winning 146-105 and hitting. Pitching, five points each. We both have five points for the week, Adam. And so he's up by forty, but I could get two points if I outpitch him.
2: Uh, I just don't like this spot, but you're chasing, right? I'm chasing. And you don't have any other options over the weekend?
1: I have no pitchers available. I have literally, I have oh, I have DeGrom, Hader, Arietta D- Diego Castillo, Butri, Trinan, Diaz. I have a lot of closers because I'm trying to get saves here, which are five points.
2: Hmm. You're chasing, so I just just don't like this spot for him. So I think he could get blown up.
1: All right, so should I take him out?
2: It's your call, man.
1: Oh, my God, I pay you all this money.
2: You haven't paid me nothing. Once I see money in my PayPal account, I'll give you the answer. (laughs) I haven't seen anything.
1: All right, All right. I put him back because Adam Ronas said to put him back, and that's why I always listen to Adam Ronas. Oh, sorry. Okay, let me go here. The uh, Houston against Boston, Cole against Porcello, Houston's favorite on the road. You know, look, I love Cole. I know you like Jared Cole, too, Rick Porcello's a train wreck. But, I mean, do you feel comfortable using Cole against a Boston Red Sox team that has started to heat up a little bit?
2: Comfortable, no, but not afraid of it, uh, and especially if everyone else is going to go away from him. I mean, l- look at his strikeouts over the last several games, 12-9, 11-10, 8-11. So and he's done it in Texas. Uh, I know he had a bad start there, but he was good to get Texas last time out. So yeah, no one's going to pick on Boston. This could be the uh contrarian play though that gets you 10 ks because I don't think people are going to go to Cole tonight. They're going to go sales, I mean sale, DeGrom, Scherzer, and you know some of the right. cheaper pitchers. So Well, there's uh,
1: no reason. I mean on, on on FanDuel, I can get Scherzer for 300 more, right? right. And then here I can get uh, Shares are for 400 more on, on DK. So you're absolutely right. Cole is, why would you want to play Cole? So you're going to get him at his lowest ever, you know, ownership.
2: Yeah. And I know it's Boston and yes, they are heating up, but Cole can't go out there and dominate him. Of course he can. So. Uh, if you have one lineup, you're not going to do it. But if you have multiple lineups, you're playing in tournaments. Uh, I think Cole's an interesting contrarian play tonight, which we can't say many nights because Cole's going to be popular almost any time he takes them out.
1: All right. Milwaukee goes to Atlanta. Jules Chassin against Max. Don't call me fried. Call me freed. Minus 135, nine and a half run total, Ronas. I hate Chassin as a rule. Freed's look pretty good, but I can't use him tonight, can I?
2: Nah, I just don't want to go against Milwaukee right now. I mean, Christian Yelich, two more homers, a steal yesterday, 18 homers, nine stolen bases. I actually put out a poll yesterday. If you are starting your fantasy baseball season and you had a draft today for the rest of the year, who would you take number one? The last I said that
1: to you yesterday.
2: And I put three choices and other. Okay, okay what did you say? Bellinger, Yelich, Trout, and other. And Who's it winning? was. The last I checked, 47% Trout, 43 really? Yelich.
1: I think I take Yelich.
2: It's not crazy, man. I but know. the problem is, when you got to remember, so when you're drafting, you don't get Yelich's 18 homers and 9 steals. You're drafting for the rest of the year. <laughs>
1: Oh, so from this point on, not I, yeah. don't, I don't start from zero?
2: No, you start from zero, so you don't get what Yellich did. No, no, this I don't.
1: I mean, I'm, I, I, I like the better question is if we had a draft over now, starting over the season, over, who would you take one? Getting all their numbers from day one. No, you can't one. do
2: that. Why not? Is that, okay, what company realistically is going to do that with money?
1: You gotta oh, be realistic, you gotta no no no, no I, but no, no it's a, I'm looking at it a different way. I'm looking at it saying, you know if if you had a draft all over again, if you'd had a draft all over again, who would you have taken one now? wouldn't most people say What uh, do you think people still would have said Trout.
2: I didn't ask it that way. I asked it if you were to do a draft today right right from scratch for the rest of the year, who would you right. take one? and I right. could see why people said trout because you know. If Trout is going to get to the numbers that we expect, then there's It'll a be lot better. of home runs the rest of the way. Yelich just doesn't seem to be slowing down because everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's he might hit 25 home runs, but everything else is going to be good." He's got 18.
1: But, <laughs> he's but got 18. But, but if you could could you answer my question? If right now you could turn back time and it's a month of it's 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 March 18th, who are you taking one, knowing what you know now? Uh, I
2: still think it might be Trout. I'm taking Yelich. Dude, Remember, it's, we, it's impossible it's, to get out. We haven't seen a hot streak from Trout yet. That's true. You know, but Trout's going a... to go on a streak somewhere where he's doing maybe not Yelich levels, but he's going to have a two-week period where he hits seven home runs. And then all of a sudden, he's right back in line. He's got a four fifty five OVP right now, Mike Trout.
1: Yeah, he's a great
2: player. He's got five steals. Yelich has the nine. And the Angels lineup is improving. They got Otani back. Justin Upton will be back soon. So you can't so let me ask you
1: a separate question. Is Mookie Betts a disappointment?
2: No, and that was someone answered to me. They said, I don't know how Betts is in here. And that, that's a fair point because Mookie Betts has not had a bad year, and he has not had a hot streak yet. His OBP is back over 400. The one thing that bothers two me about stolen Betts bases, yes, that's the only thing, is that he hasn't been running uh, as much, which is kind of weird because he's always been a guy. But he has 35 runs. Uh, again, we have not seen a hot streak from him. Uh, You can make a case, I think, for for Betts still being top five. Maybe not two, but he's certainly still up there.
1: Uh, that's true. All right, we will complete the night slate in DFS when we return right after this.
0: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. The one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
1: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion. 2017, world number one.
0: Me personally? I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially
1: coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the force.
0: What's your story? Go to gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Game Time Decisions. Dude out there that has a fetish that he eats hair out of people's bathtubs. Dear God. Oh God. Yeah, you want to eat some hair out of my drains? That happened to me with my ex-girlfriend, too. she get mad. And I said, I was taking a shower. And it's like up to my knees all the time. Exactly. And she goes, so why are you telling me? And I said, well, head- between the two of us here, it's not my hair in the bath. She's like, it could be you. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Grown I have a team that's 843rd in the PGA. And that's in which contest? Who knows? I'm not I have one guy who's like plus <laughs> eight. I'm so done. But this this is a really good team, except for one guy. I got Dustin Johnson and Kepka, Adam Scott, Webb Simpson, this guy David Lipsky, who's point eight nine percent owned, and then I added this guy Miko Korhonen at 6,200, who's only plus eight. Plus eight, dude. I mean, there's a guy in the tournament who's plus 26. Damn, that sounds like me. <laughs> I know. Jeez, plus 26. I think I could go plus 26 on us. I think I can.
2: I don't know if I can, man.
1: I played this morning. I was plus 10 on the front nine. See, you
2: play. So there yeah. you got a big edge on me. I just don't play. And uh, I don't know if I ever. I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe I'll get the... You need to,
1: move, to Flor- move, move, move back to Florida and retire, Yeah. I'm still playing. And play golf and give I'll, up
2: softball. Nah, man. and softball. You can't
1: move your arm anymore. That's why you need golf.
2: I'll get better, man. I'll figure this out. Stupid damn uh, pinched nerve or something. Whatever it is.
1: All I know is that when I play golf by myself, I actually try to do it as athletic as I can. Meaning I just play fast. I just try to. I can do nine holes in an hour. It's quick, 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 quick. quick. I, but hate that's not a sport. I hate yeah, waiting. Yeah, but
2: isn't that a sport where you can't, you got to really focus and everything? and
1: It is. But what I try to do is that I say, so when everybody's going off the front nine, I'll go off the back nine to try to, so I don't have to wait. Okay. Because I, I hate
2: waiting, dude. You know How me. long does it typically take to uh, to play nine?
1: If I'm waiting or if I'm not waiting?
2: If you're waiting. Say it's, <laughs>
1: it's busy. <laughs> two,
2: two hours. Okay.
1: It's not terrible. No, no. But I
2: mean, I'm much Especially if it's a nice run. day.
1: Yeah. There's nothing better to do when you're out there. So even when I take my kids out with me and we're annoyed at each other and something happens, I go, we're out playing golf. It's beautiful outside. It's a nice day. Can't we just focus on being happy? Exactly. And then our, my kid's like, no. <laughs> and then Doc's like, no, too. <laughs> exactly. No, I do. I, I I appreciate being outside. I'm an indoor person, Adam. You know that. So go, being outside of me is a great thing.
2: For sure. Especially when it's nice weather and, uh, we haven't had much here on the East Coast, like a ton of rain, so uh, the golf obviously is in New York and Bethpage. Uh, I've been out there before. I don't know if I was on the black course, though. I was there for something.
1: It's like three different courses, like the red and the yeah. black and the white.
2: Yeah. yeah. So uh, the weather today is overcast. I don't know if that's right. It's how it, is how it on television? It's overcast here. I'm assuming it's similar over there, even though it's not
1: right around the corner. It well, depends how it looks. You know, it, it's hard to tell. I mean, I mean, you could see, th- but you're 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 a couple hours away, right? Beth Page is pretty far out from you. Uh,
2: I'm about an hour and an hour fifteen. That's it. There. Yeah, it's not that far. You well, should I mean, go. With, with track forget it. Use
1: your full credentials. Full time fantasy credentials. You're Adam Ronis. Oh, you have one? I didn't get one. <laughs> you didn't get those? No, I didn't oh, get S- it. Scott's working on those. He'll call you. Okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> What about Newsday? Could you get Newsday credentials for that? Not that I'm not working there anymore.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, no, that was funny. I used to get credentials for Nick's practice, Rangers practice. I mean, obviously, if they were sending me on a certain day. So that, that was always cool to, to
1: so, Did see. you have to have specific credentials for a specific day? Yes. Or did you just have general Newsday no, credentials?
2: No. Well, I had a general Newsday pass, but you cannot get into any practice. You need to have a specifically for that day. So they would... You know, put me on a list to let them know that I was coming there. Could you cover. get into
1: any Met game, though? Let's say you want to just go to the Met game and sit in the press box. Could you?
2: No. You have to get a uh, credential. And if I'm not there on assignment, then couldn't do it. But, uh, you know, it was uh, I think the first time I went into the Met soccer room, I was an intern for ABC in oh, New wow. York. And I remember they were like, oh, yeah, Mike Piazza. Something happened with Piazza. And I like we want to send you over there. Camera right. crew.
1: Like, let's go. Did I ever tell you my wife met Piazza? No, she,
2: I don't she, think she so. She worked
1: at a ho- she worked at a hospital in New York, and she worked with a lot of kids who had uh, you know problems. And Piazza used to visit the ward there. You know, every on occasion, you know, uh, with a bunch of cameras and stuff like that. She said he was okay. You know, not good, not bad, kind of indifferent. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've heard. Pretty positive things about him. You don't well, really hear any. I've heard some.
1: Story. Oh, I've heard a couple of negative stories, but that's beside the point. Those are those stories that you hear. You know, with uh, I, had, I had a friend who was hung out with Jeter, but his also his good friend was Tommy Lasorda.
2: Lasorda's great. I met him. Oh, oh my goodness, he'll he tell you phenomenal. anything
1: you want to know about anybody. By the way, he
2: was speaking at a dinner an awards dinner and uh, I got the opportunity to interview him beforehand oh my goodness I mean the stories he told like mm-hmm. that's a guy that you can listen to speak for three hours legitimately nice. like you I would have no problem you know there's some people after five minutes you're like this guy's a horrible speaker why is he up here he's boring there's nothing interesting to say and then you got a guy like Lasorda I will sit there for five hours and listen to that guy tell stories
1: my my friend was t- I'm telling you he was in as close as he was to Jeter, he was even closer to Tommy. He would just go out to dinner with Tommy, and he'd say the same thing. And Tommy did not pull punches, dude. He would tell you exactly how he felt about people. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Sometimes not so very good. So I used to like those stories. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, – where did I stop? Okay, St. Louis against Texas. Miles Mikolas against Adrian Sampson, who looks to be the primary. I think LeClerc is opening for him. Is he that is. True? LeClerc is yeah. opening today. All right, so do we like Michaelis? Do we like Texas? Uh, St. Louis is minus 160. It's an 11-and-a-half run game here. Uh, I, I got to think this is a game I want to stack, right?
2: Yeah, 11-and-a-half over under. I, look, Michaelis has been better lately, but you just it's tough to go in Texas. It's 81 degrees. Uh, he's a contact pitcher. He doesn't get a lot of Ks. Uh, the Rangers got some big bats there. Uh, I would think Willie Kell back in the lineup tonight, two days in a row, hitting second. Uh, another good game yesterday, another home run. So yeah, I don't want either pitcher in this game.
1: All right, Toronto against the White Sox. Aaron Sanchez against Ivan Nova. Uh, How are the White Sox favored. <laughs> they are minus 120. Nine I mean, is the total. That's, I mean, both is terrible. But I mean, it's terrible. It's it.
2: Look, I have Sanchez and I'm hoping it gets better. He is so frustrating, man, because he walks way too many guys. And then last game, he had one walk. What, and he struck out, I think, 11. And he still fucked, uh, sucked. Sorry. almost called myself there.
1: Whoa! Whoa.
2: <laughs> you can see, it's
1: a family you can see, show. You can see how frustrated I am with this guy, man. Because I
2: have him on a couple teams, and it's like, ah, I don't want to run him out there, but it's 15-team leagues.
1: Oh, Cardano have, just called me, by the way. Yeah, I no he did.
2: He, <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't say anything. Uh, but, you know, the strikeouts were nice the last game, but he's got a 1.50 whip, a 12.7% uh, walk rate. So you would think, oh, it's the White Sox, but yeah, I just I can't pitch him. and I think I do have him active in some seasonal league, so I'm crossing my fingers. But uh,
1: do you like Ivan Nova no. as a as a win to no. get the win? No, yeah, he sucks. He's really bad, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, maybe he pitches well, and someone took a shot on him, but it, it's it's not. It, oh wow, it's it's 47 degrees there.
1: Yeah, wow. Whoa. Good Can luck see- with that.
2: And I see some rain,
1: Chicago is a great city. We were there, was it last summer? It was like 95 degrees when they were at Ronas. But could you imagine going from 48 to 95? It was so hot there last summer, I can't even begin to describe it. So my son broke his foot, and we were literally driving around uh, uh, Chicago with him in a wheelchair and sweating bullets.
2: Yeah, I've never been there. I've only been to the airport for a transfer, O'Hare.
1: Great city, a lot of fun things to do, great food, places to walk around, nice people. Went to Wrigley Field. I felt bad because he had a, he, my wife and I went to Wrigley Field, and he stayed in the in the hotel room and watched the game on, uh, on oh, the Oh, man, mean couldn't parents. Couldn't take him. I only had two tickets. I couldn't mean, take him. Mean parents. I know, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it felt terrible. I'll have, to, I'll have to make it up for him. All right, San Francisco against Arizona. Jeff Samarja against Merrill Lynch Kelly. Uh, Arizona minus one forty-five nine is the run total. I guess you could go
2: Kelly just because of the matchup. I mean, we know we like to pick on San Francisco, and they're not that good, um, and they are a slight favorite. I don't feel great about it, but
1: well, sixty-seven on DK could get I the guess, win here. Yeah. Some margin, a little dry heat, the ball could fly. A little fly ball pitcher, not part.
2: Yeah, I guess if you went to Grom and you really want to save, you can go to Grom Kelly.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that. All right, Royals against the Angels. Brad Keller against Matt Steve Harvey here. Minus 170. Harvey is big favorite. Nine and a half run total. You know, I don't like picking on Brad Keller. I just don't pick on him.
2: It's amazing that Matt Harvey is actually favored by this much. He's terrible. That is is nuts. I mean, six ERA of approaching seven. So, yeah, I think uh, a lot of bets you can look at in this game.
1: So you would stack this game?
2: Uh, it wouldn't be one of my higher ones, but I think you can for sure. You don't, I mean, Keller is okay. He pitches Um,
1: the contact too. Yeah.
2: So, and you know, angels have been hitting better lately. I don't know if I'd stack them on a night like tonight. I think there's better, but I think, you know, Nicky Lopez is in play tonight again. He's 33 on DK 26 on FanDuel Mondesi has been on fire. He's 5,000 on DK 42 on FanDuel.
1: I like Nikki Lopez tonight. I do. That's a good call. I'm writing that one down for you. All right. Pittsburgh against San Diego. Jordan Lyles against Joey Lucchese. Uh, San Diego is a minus 165. It's a seven. So that's a really low total. I am with you on FanDuel. I love the Lucchese call. Yeah,
2: it's just too cheap, man. I mean, he easily could get the win tonight. And, you know, Pittsburgh really struggling against left-handed pitching. And just spending down on a pitcher like that allows you to do so much. We know Degrom and Serge will be popular. I, I gotta think pe- people are gonna see the price of Lukaszewicz and go there too, right? I don't Not know. Not heavy, but.
1: I mean, I think... Got to be at least 10% owned, right? It depends on where you're playing. So if you're playing in... No, no, I I understand. What what contest? Yes, right. So I was just looking at the Grand Slam, right? They have a Grand Slam tonight that's $44, 6,600 teams. I think Lucchese's lightly owned. I think if you go into the rally for 11,000 people, I think he's going to be more owned. And the squeeze, for sure, is going to be owned.
2: Yeah, I mean, DeGrom, Scherzer, I think people will even go Perez. I mean, he's just been so good. 9,500 on FanDuel.
1: Um, well, let's talk about that one for a second. Perez goes up against Marco Polo Gonzalez here. Minnesota's a favorite. Marco Gonzalez has had an ERA of 3.18, but I like Estudillo. I like CJ Cron. I like Sano. I mean, I like those bats, but Marco's sometimes tough to hit.
2: Yeah, he doesn't throw hard, but he's very crafty. He's got the good change-up, and there are outings where he just gets hit hard just because he allows so much contact, but He's not someone I like to really exploit and go against. and I have him in some seasonal leagues, and I'm, I use him most of the time. I think the two-start week against Boston, New York, I actually had him on the bench in town. I couldn't bench him in other leagues. But, yeah, he's got a 3.1 ADRA. He doesn't allow too many home runs. It is a tough lineup, but I think he's uh, he can be difficult to hit at times. So he's not someone I, I like to pick on.
1: All right, so give me give – me, all right, so – Give me your stack tonight. What's the stack that you're looking for?
2: Uh, Let's see. I think I like the Dodgers' lefty bats, man, in that spot.
1: Yeah. Oakland
2: against Daniel Norris.
1: Right right handed bats. He's disgusting, right?
2: He's had a couple of decent outings, but uh, I think, you know, the A's right handed bats could go off.
1: But do you like picking on Daniel Norris?
2: With the A's right in bat? Sure.
1: But that part, you know, I like when the A's go to, like, Boston or something like that. I love that. You know what I'm saying? When they go to a park. But I don't consider America th- that great a park.
2: I'm not worried about it. I mean, at home, it's not a great park for them at home, and they still produce. So I'm really not worried about it.
1: What about the Blue Jays stack against Nova? And what about the Rangers stack against Nicholas?
2: Rangers, for sure. Uh, I don't think the... Wait, is this right? Austin Riley is 2100 on Fandle. Wow. <laughs> He's going to be popular tonight after his first two games. Wow. Oh, my goodness.
1: See, that's why sometimes See, they just get it wrong.
2: Yeah. So, Riley, if those who have DeGrom, they're plugging in Riley. Easy. Willie Calhoun's 2100 on Fandle.
1: Yeah, Austin Riley twenty one hundred, and Willie yeah.
2: Calhoun's twenty one hundred. There you go. There's
1: two outfielders with Degrom. Wow. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm writing that down because I I don't want to I don't want to miss that later. Oh, they but,
2: and and if uh, Verdugo's in the lineup tonight, he's twenty eight hundred on FanDuel.
1: Wow. So I mean, you could stack Braves Rangers and go with Degrom, couldn't you? Yeah,
2: absolutely. You can get it done. <sighs>
1: I like the Lucchese. I have to see. I have to measure it out. I may do two teams. Well, I may yeah, do a Lucchese you, team and a DeGrom team. Yeah,
2: that that's what you do. And uh with the Lucchese team, you get a little bit more contrarian because you you don't I don't think you want to have Lucchese, Calhoun, and Riley. Yeah, oh no, no,
1: no, 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 yeah. no, If you're going Lucchese, you gotta go all in on your favorite stack of the night and hope that pays off because that's what you're doing. That's right. why you want the discount. Look, I don't do you I don't do you think the Astral stack
2: will be popular tonight? Because it's against... I guess maybe because Marcelo's been bad. The, you, the
1: Astros stack is always popular.
2: Yeah, it should be.
1: I think the Dodger stack is going to be really popular, and rightfully so, against De scalfani. See, scalfani has been really good this year, but when he's bad, he's terrible.
2: That's why I'm... Because people will look at his numbers, uh, and they'll see, oh, okay, ERA's pretty decent. I just think it's the park, and he really struggles against left-handed batters.
1: The last two games... He's led up seven earned runs in ten innings, two home runs, ten strikeouts. But then he did have a he did he did have a stretch where it was pretty good. He had a stretch of uh, at least four starts in a row, right against San Diego, six innings against the Cardinals, six innings, uh, one earned run, zero. And then the Mets, he was five and two thirds with no earned runs. I mean, he had a couple of stretch there was good.
2: Yeah, it's just the Dodgers though. Uh, the Dodgers are more susceptible against left-handed pitching, and to throw a right-hander guy who throws. Allows a lot of hard contact to lefties in that park. It's warm. It's going to be around eighty. It's just a real tough spot for him tonight.
1: Yeah. So I, I think if yeah no that makes sense. I think if you do a Peterson Bellinger Muncy, Verdugo, that could work.
2: Yep, it could. It probably will be popular though. I would think.
1: Everything is popular. Honestly. What? Everything good is popular. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think that's the. That's the right stack? I'm trying to look at another. That's the big one for me. I think you're right about Houston against Porcello. He's terrible. I think the sneaky stack is Toronto.
2: Maybe the Royals.
1: Against Harvey, who's terrible? Yeah. So you go Merrifield, Lopez, Mondesi.
2: Maybe the Rangers. You know, people think. I said the Rangers, right? Yeah. Michaelis, you know, obviously he's not as good as last year, but was a lot of contact in that park too um, with some lefties there.
1: So you go little Calhoun, Mazzara, Gallo, Odor? Oh,
2: yeah, uh, Odor had two homers yesterday. Ooh. No, he's very streaky, but...
1: Gallo uh, had a home run yesterday, too.
2: Yeah, Odor's 25 on Fandle, 35 on DK. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. That's yeah. on,
1: on, D, on DK, that's a steal.
2: Yeah, 35. I mean, you could get Odor for 35 on DK, Lopez for 33.
1: It's pretty good. That's not bad. Guzman,
2: Guzman's 38. Yeah, you can Ron, Ronald, Ronald Guzman. Guzman? Yeah.
1: That could be a Ronus bonus right there. See, Gu- Guzman's a guy that nobody plays, but he could get. he's the kind of guy that could get a home run.
2: Yes. Right. It saves you some money, too.
1: All right, you got a pen click for that one, all on. All right, my man. Who's <laughs> You should be. All right, who's coming up on hour number two, Adam?
2: Uh, we got Sean Childs from Full-Time Fantasy. This is an insane week for Fab. I'm telling you, you are going to have to carve out time and really map this out especially if you're in multiple leagues there are so many guys to bid on this weekend it, it you got to take time out and make sure you get this right
1: will you take my phone call this weekend
2: no i'll be so busy doing my <laughs> my eight leagues
1: that it's uh it, it's like doc don't bother big. me just read my article right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right feel better this weekend my man all right thanks man All right, this is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Keep it right here for another hour of full-time fantasy. And remember, go to play FFWC. Sign up for one of our, 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 our leagues right now. $35 leagues. Get started. All right, we're back right after this.